This is your captain speaking. Welcome to another episode of DJ's Aviation Podcast. All systems are go, so lean back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. This is DJ's Aviation Podcast. Everything aviation. Everything aviation. Aviation news, airline developments, analyzing route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news, and we talk about world events and life. DJ's Aviation has a Discord server that's officially partnered with Discord, and you can join with a link in the show notes or using the vanity URL discord.gg slash aviation. This is the DJ's Aviation Podcast, and now your host, Dan. A massive thank you to Joel, who became a Patreon member yesterday. Thank you very much for your support. Today is day five of the 2022 Farnborough Air Show, which means my final day of the breaking coverage and just generally the final day of the show. However, it is also a day in which nothing really goes on. The concluding ceremonies have already occurred, allowing me the perfect opportunity to recap what a week it was from the aircraft manufacturers, with coverage beginning today in this video with Airbus. My thinking is we'll just go in alphabetical order, if you will. Airbus had a relatively quiet air show, it must be said. However, it wasn't necessarily something they were bothered by, with the air show being firmly an opportunity for them to sort supply chain difficulties out, and a whole lot more regarding staff shortages and so forth. The European aircraft manufacturer said regarding orders, it was very comfortable with the progress it made this year, and didn't need mammoth announcements at the Farnborough Air Show to say, as an example, justify their worth. On one of the first days, it was announced that Delta had firmed up orders for 12 of the A220-300 aircraft, a commitment built upon the airline's already existing one for the A220 series of 107 aircraft. This includes 45 of the A220-100s, the shorter variant, and then 62 of the A220-300s. Taking delivery of their first 220 back in October of 2018, this aircraft has become a fundamental part of the operations and future, and a especially so as Airbus continues to push the aircraft in North America. In addition, we saw TAG Angola Airlines announce that they would sign a leasing agreement with the Air Lease Corporation for the A220 as well. While not a direct commitment, if you will, with the European aircraft manufacturer, it does still involve the A220 and Airbus somewhat, and considering it has been a very relatively quiet air show, I figured it would still be worth mentioning in this recap when it comes to aircraft movements. Moving across to LATAM, the airline announced a plan to reinforce its fleet of aircraft, thanks to the A321neo and the inclusion, also, of eventually the A321XLR. Airbus's newest narrowbody aircraft, set for an entry into service now sometime in 2024. The commitment includes 17 of the 321neos. The A321XLR is included in the plan, but we don't know the exact makeup of units just yet. Of course, the 321neo is a very prominent member of the family. It incorporates a host of new generation specs that makes it a very desirable option for customers moving forward, and we've already seen that with the hundreds and hundreds of commitments. 
but generally speaking, with 8,100 total orders for the 320neo family, it's become an essential asset for many airlines worldwide. Finally, after shareholder approval, we also saw EasyJet announce, or re-announce if you will, the plan to firm order 56 of the A320neo aircraft. The order is indeed part of a renewal scheme for the airline as they continue to enhance their operations and network by putting the most fuel-efficient aircraft types out there. It has undoubtedly been their aircraft of choice with over 300 of them in their operations. To the Flash Cuban, Neil, Don Stefan, Jam, Eric, Daniel, and Al Walid, thank you very much for being cabin crew members. Do remember to stay tuned throughout today, though. Just because it is the final day of the air show doesn't mean there aren't more videos to come discussing and recapping what happened during this amazing week, where we saw executives, aircraft manufacturers, airports, and so forth all congregate to the aviation space just outside of London and discuss a of course, all things aviation, from orders to future aircraft, sustainability, and much more. And what a week it truly was. Of course, in regards to orders, it probably didn't live up to the expectations many had, but no doubt a lot of progress was also made in the form of sustainability and, of course, working through many of the various supply chain difficulties that have been incurred in the past couple of years. You're listening to the DJ's Aviation Podcast. Stay tuned as we depart into another topic. Thank you for your support across the week as well. This video covers an in-depth recap of Boeing and its aircraft. It was a busy air show, and let us not waste any time now and take a look at just what occurred. Starting with Delta, who announced an order for up to 130 of the 737 MAX 10 aircraft. The order comprises of 100 total orders and a further 30 options should the airline eventually wish to activate them. The order has been among the most highly talked about for some time and it was a matter of when, not so much as if. Delta, therefore, thanks to this order, became the last primary US carrier to order and eventually operate the 737 MAX, an essential move for Boeing and one that definitely looks very good. Next, we saw the reconfirming of an order we heard about last week that includes all Nippon Airways, more commonly referred to as ANA, with the carrier announcing plans to confirm the 737 MAX and 777-8F for future operations, with both the mainline brand and finally the freighter sector. Regarding the 777-8Fs, the airline did announce plans to convert two of the passenger-9s towards the freighter version, the 777-8F. As for the MAX, well, they're welcome up to 30. This is made up of 20 firm orders and 10 options should they wish to activate those. 777 Partners announced plans to expand their aircraft catalogue with commitments of up to 66 aircraft, including a firm agreement for 30 of the 737-8 200s, the ultra-efficient and also high-capacity variant of the series. It builds the total portfolio to 130 aircraft, and it also means that the likelihood of Flair, Bonza and airlines in the Value Alliance operating the type is highly likely, especially considering the 777 Partners being an essential in investment in these said airlines and alliance. Sticking with the MAX, Aviation Capital Group also announced plans to order 12 of the 737-8 aircraft, the middle ground variant if you will. Another further commitment emphasises their backing of the plane and reaffirming what a successful airshow it was for the 737 MAX. ACG will utilise the new acquisition to meet the airline's demands moving forward. 
Qatar Airways and Boeing also announced plans to finalise an order for 25 of the 737 MAX aircraft, specifically the Dash 10 variant, which has received several sizable commitments this week alone. The order is certainly unique, especially with the ongoing tensions involving Airbus. Being ideally suited to their operations at Qatar, it has been noted that the aircraft will be deployed on short to medium haul flights. Cargo Lux, meanwhile, announced plans during the last few days of the airshow to select the 777-8 freighter as their preferred replacement moving forward for the aging 747-400Fs. The announcement is not quite an MOU or even an order, but rather Cargo Lux emerging and just noting their preference. The 777-8F is expected to enter the industry towards the back end of this decade, and we should find out more about the specifics of this eventual order later down the line. Azerbaijan Airlines announced plans to expand their 787 fleets of aircraft with the signing of an MOU for four more of the 787-8 aircraft, the shortest member and smallest in the family, and the acquisition will allow for further expansion, and also in the future, more routes being included in the network, which is naturally a big bonus for Azerbaijan. Aircap also furthered its commitment to the 787, announcing that they would add five further aircraft moving forward. Eventually, these five aircraft will head towards airlines within the aviation industry, and what the order does mean is that the Global Lesser continues to be the largest customer for the 787 worldwide. Regarding other commitments during the 2022 Farnborough Air Show, while well, they centred a lot around the Boeing Converted Freighter program, with obligations for both the 737 Converted Freighter and finally yesterday a commitment involving the 767 Converted Freighter being all announced. And I guess you could say this really does reaffirm the need for a secondary use of these passenger aircraft being transitioned into the freighter market, or on some occasions, them simply being manufactured as the freighter version. You've been listening to DJ's Aviation Podcast, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, offering up your one-stop shop for all things aviation. We discuss aviation news, airline developments, analyze route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and leave a review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and YouTube at DJ's Aviation. If you're interested in rail, check out our second channel at DJ's Transport. Till next time.